get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Every Friday, we like to visit with our buddy Jay Delsing, Golf with Jay Delsing. You can hear it Sundays at 9 o'clock here on 101 ESPN, former PGA Tour pro, a huge advocate of golf and of St. Louis and golf in St. Louis. And he's with us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Jay Delsing, good to have you with us. How you doing, man? Hey, Randy, thanks. I'm doing, I'm fine. I'm whiny. I, weather sucks. <laughs> <laughs> every, uh, every single morning I get, uh, uh, not that I would play when it's below 50 degrees anyway, but I get a, an email from uh, my club that says, course is closed. Course is closed. I wouldn't be here, but I just want courses to be open. I want the weather to be good. Oh, my gosh. I um, I had Gary Woodland on the show, you know, and he's from Topeka, and he's like, yeah. After about May, I come back to Kansas. I'm like, yeah, yeah he's got to figure it out. <laughs> no doubt. Hey, I want to start with this because the Pebble Beach Pro-Am is going on. No amateurs this year, but they have such great celebrities at that tournament. Do the golfers, in, from your observation, do you think the golfers enjoy playing with the celebrities more or do the celebrities enjoy playing with the pros more? I think probably it all depends on the player, Randy, but it really depends. I really think that the celebrities enjoy the, the pros more because it's kind of a glimpse to, to, you know, to, to have an experience that you haven't had before. I can remember sitting out in the fairway of the 18th hole at Poppy Hills uh, and there were thousands of people around the 18th green and, and, and there was, it, it almost sounded like a rodeo or something going on up there. We couldn't figure out, um, what was happening, and Bill Murray was playing in the group in front of me with Jeff Sluman and and um, Scott Simpson and, 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 a, and another, I think Andy Garcia was the other uh, celebrity, and Bill Murray had run into the crowd and grabbed like a 75-year-old woman, hoisted her over his shoulder, ran around the green, and then dumped her in the bunker. And then everybody... <laughs> And we sat out there, it seemed like forever, and we were kind of getting pissed because I'd really like to hit this thing on the green and, and get on with this thing, and people were having a great time. The buzz was fun. It, it, it's it's really a good time, and too bad about them not being able to play this year. Jay, who's the best and worst celebrity golfer you've ever seen? Oh, man. You know what, Michelle, when I was, when I was just getting on the tour, the AT&T, it used to be called the Bing Crosby Clambake. That's how old I am. And man, the celebrities were so much more chill and they just walked around like, um, like it was no big deal. Um, I can remember just being a huge Julius Irving fan and I met him and I, I was kind of like stalking him a little bit, you know, <laughs> like he, he went out on the range and I was kind of keeping an eye on him. He couldn't hit, he couldn't hit a ball out of his room. Is that it right? Was, oh man. Wow. You know, it was almost just like his clubs were too short. His hands were too big, and he just didn't really understand what the hell he was doing. And I was like, oh, Dr. J, man. <laughs> That's, yeah. And and then um, some of the better players, uh, oh, gosh, you get some of the some of the ex-athletes. Um, 
uh, have played up there. I know Justin Timberlake is a, a good golfer. I, you know, I have four daughters, and I had breakfast with Justin Timberlake probably 10 years ago. And I didn't even know who he was. <laughs> and he walks out of there, and, and the girls were like, Dad. And I'm like, oh, I just had breakfast with him, and we were talking about golf. They're like, oh, you're such a loser. I'm like, I, I didn't know who he was. Hey, Jay, have you seen the, the Tiger documentary? And if so, what are your thoughts on it? And what do you think the guys on tour think about that? You know, Danny, I haven't seen it, and um, I, I have to, I'm just a non unless it's a, a sports thing. I'm just a non TV guy. I don't really turn the TV on much, and I really need to get it because I've had a lot of people ask me. I've read about it. I feel like I know about it. I I don't know if, if you know, Danny. You know this better than I do. With the, as, as deep as you are, and with the Cardinals and MLB and the players, and and how knowledgeable you are today's athlete is so different from my generation. So my generation is going to think, oh man, it's probably a scathing sort of um, uh, too in-depth an interview. And I think the modern players are just kind of shrug. I don't think they care that much anymore. You know, they deal with Twitter and they deal with uh, the gram and all that stuff all the time. And, and I, t- to me, it just kind of seems a little intrusive, but I think to, the younger guys, I don't think they care as much. Yeah, I, I kind of tend to agree with you. I, I don't think the younger generation cares. They deal with it every single day, whether it's you know something that happens at their teammate or a guy in the league is on TMZ or whatever. It, it's a, I, I don't know. I was uncomfortable watching the documentary. Obviously, I was interested in it because I love watching Tiger Woods play. I, I can't wait to see him back out on the tour. He's great for golf. He's great for the sport. He obviously has been great for the players and the money that he's generated for everybody. But to your to your point, um, I, I just was almost uncomfortable watching it. I really was. You know, Danny, Hank, Hank Haney coached Tiger for six, seven years and then wrote a book, The Big Miss. And I got to tell you what all the players thought about that. Yeah, I bet. You know, it was, it was, it was really, really... Uh, not in good taste and, and not what we'd like to have happen when you have someone in the inner circle and then he just kind of, you know, waits for this thing to blow up and then takes advantage of it and makes money off of it, and, you know, says things he shouldn't say. It, it's uh, that, So I think we're in the same camp on that for sure. Jay Delsing, last week our friend John Hewlett uh, got on his FanDuel Paradise Sportsbook app to bet on the Super Bowl on Sunday morning, and he saw Brooks Kepka five shots back with great odds, and here comes Kepka back to win the tournament on Sunday afternoon, and you, man, actually, uh, I think, did pretty well with that. But <laughs> this is such a fluid thing, and with a guy like Kepka, who's, I think, still, and you've had to come back from injuries, it takes a while to come back from injuries, but, man, he looked great on Sunday in coming back to win the tournament. You know, Randy, it was it was the 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 little pitch shot he hit on seventeen. You know, I, I'm kind of a short game aficionado. I love the short game. It was unbelievable shot that he hit. But Brooks is kind of a weird player. You know, he it, it's almost like he needs to build some sort of chip on his shoulder to get big enough to get him to to you know to get interested enough to really play well. And it's it, his talent is unmistakable. I mean, it's just fantastic. And the injury part is brutal. Because with golf, you know, you usually don't have a bunch of contracts. You usually don't have a bunch of money and thing and security. And so, you know, there's all these guys trying to take your job on the PGA Tour. And so you usually try to play through the injuries. And it's it's not very good for your game. But it was weird. Wasn't it weird to see the Phoenix Open without any spectators, you guys? I mean, 16 just – and it was neat that the, 
that they the Thunderbirds is the host organization there. They put up the bleachers and everything, so it was it was still it's still kind of fun to walk into kind of like a coliseum type atmosphere and hit a shot, but it's, it's so odd to not see anybody out there. Do you buy it when? A guy like Kepka, and he's the only one, I shouldn't say a guy like, but when he told the media, he said, when you see me on TV, that's the only time I'm golfing, that he doesn't practice except for when he's headed to a major. Do you buy that? No, not at all. <laughs> I've also seen, I've seen pics of him, you guys. This dude can hit a, a left-handed driver 300 yards. Wow. <laughs> think about that. I mean, my dad was left-handed. Every once in a while, I'd take his driver out and try to hit it left-handed. I hit it about 100 yards with a little bitty slice. But then I could turn his left-handed club upside down and hit it right-handed and hit it about 250. <laughs> and he hated that because he thought I was going to break it, which I probably was. But, um, yeah, the, these guys, I, I, I don't know where he, he – he's just strange. He, he Brooks is just a different bird altogether for me. How about Spieth? I, I I was finally, you know, I was pulling for him on Sunday in the back nine. He had a shot. He hasn't uh, had a great run here the last couple of years. Did did you see some signs of him finally getting back to the form that he was of being one of the top, you know, two or three golfers in the world? Yeah, Danny, how about the length of putts that this yeah. dude made on Saturday for 61? I mean, obviously you shoot 61, you're going to be hooping a bunch of putts, but I'm a huge fan of Jordan Spieth. I've met him. His parents have done just an incredible job because even when he was at the top of the world, he was an incredibly humble, uh, uh, gracious person. But, you know, I've seen so many guys like Ian Baker Finch and Chip Beck go from the top of the money list to this almost like this golf hell where you can't get out. And I felt like Jordan was really or, or still could be really, really close to that you know, the precipice there and and fall in and we can never hear from him again. And I think it would just be tragic at his age. He's such, he's really good for the game. And he, he's one of those players, you guys, he ran and Michelle won't even know who Seve Ballesteros is because, you know, I'm so much older than you are, Michelle, but <laughs> this guy was one of these guys that he, every once in a while, he would just hit a foul ball. It would just go like, I remember him playing the masters and getting up to 18, hitting this, hitting this wild duck hook out into over by the ninth green and having to hit it over scoreboards and spectators and all those things. And Jordan Spieth, to me, has those foul balls in his in his game, even when he was playing well. You know, the last major he won, the, the British Open, I think it was the 13th or 14th hole, guys, hit a par five, and he hit it 100 yards right at the fairway. And it was over on the driving range, and people were like, oh, my God, what are we going to – what's over there? What are we going to do? You, you know, and, and – he has that propensity to kind of hit some really, really loose shots. But, man, I don't remember anybody ever making longer putts regularly than Jordan Speed, and he did that last week. Jay, who do you have coming up on Sunday's show, the special Valentine's Day edition of Golf with Jay Delsing? Oh, I have uh, – I have. oh, gosh, this is hard to admit. I have Ryan Dempster. Oh, very uh, nice. Right, he's funny. Yeah, Ryan, uh, Ryan he's, he's really a good guy. He's doing stand-up. Uh, comedy. If he ever told me I was going to have a Cubs uh, player on, oh, you know what, Randy? I'm wrong. Senior moment. Sorry. I just I don't have a guest this week. We just kind of break down the Patrick Reed controversy, oh, and like uh, we go we go at it pretty good. I um, I still am not over it. I just it's a bad look for us guys, and I just uh, st- I still wasn't over it. So we t- we just talked about the Patrick Reed controversy. We talked about DJ. And guys, what we're seeing with DJ right now is Hall of Fame stuff. I really believe he's uh, he's unstoppable. He's 
he's he's getting to a level that you know you're going to see a lot of second place finishes, more second place finishes for guys like Shafley, Finau, Cantlay because DJ is is going to start dominating. All right, we'll be tuned in on Sunday. Always good to talk to you, Jay. Thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. Good, you you guys as well. Great show. Thanks. That is Jay Delsing. Golf with Jay Delsing Sunday morning at nine here on 101 ESPN. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.